Kenny. No, 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 no. no it's Friday. No, it's no, no. Friday. Gasp. Yes, it is. Where's do I have one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yep. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm doing well. You are you are quite well this morn. Yes, indeed. This morn I'm doing well. Yes, you are. Um, it's Friday. April. All 8th. you can say. April 8th, 2016. This that you're listening to right now is episode 294 of the Morning oh, really Show podcast. Yeah, getting real close to number 300 here. Um, what are we going to do? Nothing spectacular. It'll be just like every other day. We should just uh, do like a live film commentary of the movie 300. No. <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a great idea. A fantastic idea. We could do all the voiceover. Ah, uh, yeah. You could be the uh, the gold guy, and I could be I could be the well that uh, swallows up people, maybe. No, 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 no. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's well Friday. Yes, it is. Um, if you'd like to, if you if it suits you well. Uh-huh. You could go uh-huh. over to goodstuff.fm slash live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Um, We are streaming there right now, in fact. Ooh, hey. Huh. You can suggest titles for the show. So if you're, if you're downloading later and you've always wondered, man, hmm, I wonder how they choose that spectacular title based on the silly things that they once said in that episode. That is exactly how we do it. We put a little uh, little marker there, and this is uh, this should be a title. And then we go over to stuffybot.goodstuff.fm, and we vote on them all. Vote on them all. Yeah, because I can't remember what we said. No, not at all. Not no, at as, all. As soon as, as soon as I stop, as soon as the recording stops, I forget everything I said in the last hour and a half. And it's like a mind erase. Mm-hmm. It's like a mind wipe. It's the mind eraser. Yeah, I just keep wiping and wiping. Oh, no, no, like a marker. Hey, uh, so indeed, it's Food Friday. Um, later on in the show, as we always do on a Food Friday, I've got something for us. So there you go. I still have these. They're typically... Okay, I think you should just eat those. That's fine with me. It's still on my desk. So I've got something that will, uh, I think, cap off what we've been trying recently um with a bang so we'll just uh Good. we'll wait until the food friday segment for that kenny though yesterday did you see yeah. the rogue one trailer yeah speaking of teasers mm-hmm. i did see the trailer kyle and, and oh and, and uh i'm i'm very excited Aha! you know you know it's, it's it's tough to imagine uh that we are gonna get a new star wars movie Every December, basically for the rest of time. Ah, that's true. Once Disney realizes, oh my goodness, why weren't we doing this for the last 20 years? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it'll be just Star Wars movies all the way down. Now, it's going to be weird, though, because when you think of Star Wars, and if you see them right there, like you said, in December, there's going to be this really strange, at least here in the in the Northern Hemisphere, it's going to be this weird feeling of like, man... Why isn't it snowing or why isn't it cold or where's my presence? Uh-huh. 
when you see a Star Wars movie. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're yeah. associated with the the holidays. Bingo. Okay. Well, I, I'm sure that's what Disney's always banking on, right? You either release a movie in the summer for the summer blockbuster, or you release it in the holidays because you get everybody to go see it. That's right. Who's back home or, you know, go see it as families. And Star Wars, if anything, is a family movie. I love ruining Christmases by going to see movies on the 25th. <laughs> well, wait, what, why does that ruin family Christmases? Because I make you work. Work, work, make you work on uh, on the twenty fifth at a theater. I'm, so there I'm pretty sure that employees get double time that day, though. Double time because because it's like the biggest holiday of the year, right? Right. So yes. they're they're. I think they're more willing to work it. <clears throat> work it. Make work it. Work make, it. Make you work it. Uh, well, anyway, uh, back back to the back to the trailer. Yes. What did you think? I thought it it was okay. Are you excited for it? I'm excited, but. I don't know. Maybe it was just the fact that all of those different scenes were taken out of context. There was a lot of weird overacting, in my opinion. So you thought that the intensity... I'm a rebel. Don't you know? I'm a rebel. I did this and I did this. Just a little... It it was a little heavy-handed. I expected a teaser. I wanted to be teased. This basically gave me... The main character, the plot, I knew, I know exactly what's going to happen. So I don't know. They, well, I'm we excited already knew still. that this was the movie. Sure. I, yes. But I wanted the visuals to be a little more. Oh, I thought the teasing. visuals were perfect. Te- you got to tease were it you, a little were more. You, did you watch? Did you watch enough to like pause it and, and look at <laughs> what was really going on in the background? Because most of the time, I'm pretty sure there's like five or six shots yeah. of there's a downed X-Wing in the back of the shot. Or or the droid that has the two legs. Or yeah, right. I, I saw the the whole visual breakdown um over on what? Mashable? Probably not, but uh Uh-oh. yeah. I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I did I did see the breakdown. So Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. We'll see. I'm sure they'll release some more Rogue One trailers soon. Um but what did you think? Do you you tell me I'm, now? What's your favorite? You know what? Part? I'll just I'll say that the the best thing that they're doing is not trying to have a bridge between six and seven or seven and eight over the Red Sea. Sure, uh, but rather they're they're kind of veering off completely and having a story from uh, the original trilogy, right? Right. And I think I think that's really good. Well, and someone pointed out the casting of particular characters seems to be very much in line with either what we had previously seen in Return of the Jedi or what I guess is maybe in books somewhere. But it seems like the casting so far, what we've seen is pretty good. I won't say, though, I mean, I'd want it to be just as good as you know, all the other Star Wars movies uh, in terms of its reception and, and how good the movie is. But we kind of have to be prepared for this one to be the maybe it gets uh, like a 75 percent rating. Right. Like maybe this is the movie that doesn't break all the records. This is the Star Wars movie that you go see because you love Star Wars and not just eh, I have a passing likeness for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. This is this is I feel like this might be more fan service than anything more than that. But who knows? I could be wrong. Yeah. 
I think you, I think you might be because all we've seen so far is is a teaser trailer. So we well, don't. Yeah, I'm just I'm just talking about the, the, the hype. Oh, I don't want to get the hype too. I mean, the hype for episode seven was just astronomical. Woo! And so this kind of rides on the coattails of that just okay. a little bit. All right. So, well, so what would that sound like? Maybe. Yeah. More like that. Riding the coattails. Maybe. Maybe. Sure. Okay. Sure. Kyle. All right. Whatever good, you good, want. Good. Um, Sounds great. Some headlines? Yeah, let's let's uh <clears throat> what? Let's move on to some headlines. These are today's headlines. Mm-hmm. Kyle Tesla announced yesterday that it has received 325,000 pre-orders for its recently unveiled Model 3. If it sells every car that has been reserved, the company says it will earn enough revenue to make this one of the, quote, biggest one-week launch products of all time. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot Uh, of money. Well, Tesla says the number of pre-orders it has received so far corresponds to 14 billion billion with a B in implied future sales. I think my pinky is stuck in the corner of my mouth. I don't know how what? that happened. What? Billion. Musk revealed that only 5% of Model 3 pre-order customers reserved two cars, the maximum allowed. I, I had no idea that you could do that. I had no idea either, but that's not bad. I mean, you've got to be like racing willing. yourself. Uh, no, you got to be willing to to drop down, uh, you know, $70,000 for this. Uh, when it's released. When it's released. I guess you could get two and I then know, just be like, nah, sorry, I just I, want I, one. I talked to a guy who said that, and this this guy, I I don't even anticipate him going through with it, but he said, oh no, I threw down a pre order. I said, really? And he goes, uh, I'm what do you say? I'm 152 in line or 153 in line. So he's like, he has wow, yeah, he has like one of the top spots, and all he had to do was throw down a thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And he says that um, if he wants to back out, it's completely fine. He gets a full refund of his, of his deposit. And then everybody else gets to move up because his spot is then removed. Huh. Right. So do we. Well, that, uh, that's cool. That's not. It's like a line. It's basically a line that you pay a thousand dollars to stand in. Right. But it's it's just a straightforward, you know, queue in and out. Yeah, not, yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Now, do you think. $14 billion, that's a lot of future potential sales. Do you think the majority of those people are going to pull out? I don't think of the majority. I think I think we'd, we'd see about 20%, probably. 20% might drop out of there. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Oh, moving on, Kyle. A little more than nine months after the loss of its Dragon spacecraft during a cargo flight to the International Space Station, SpaceX is ready to set matters right. Kyle, on Wednesday, the company completed a successful static firing of its Falcon 9 rocket engines. I like saying Falcon 9. And a uh, Thursday readiness review found all systems were go for a launch on Friday afternoon. That's today, Kyle. The resupply flight will carry 3,136 kilograms of cargo to the station inside the Dragon capsule, including the 1,413 kilogram Bigelow expandable activity module. That's called the beam. The, <laughs> okay. That's, I guess it's going to have a, a beam on, on board. Yeah. Pew, 
It's good. It's good. No. Uh, and, and while there has been some excitement about the potential for expandable habitats in space, which may lead to much larger living quarters for human activity, much of the anticipation of Friday's launch, today's launch, again revolves around whether SpaceX will make a historic landing on a drone ship at sea. Launch is scheduled. Here we go. 443 Eastern or 943 BST. What's BST? Before before SpaceX takes off. Takes off. That's right. Well, so anyway, I, I uh, hope it doesn't wh- crash. I really do. Yeah, and and we were talking about Bezos and his his rockets and uh, how they've Bezos they've already standard time. Uh, Bezos standard time. There you go. Uh, we've talked about how they they don't get any media coverage for for their successful landings, but they're not landing it on a ship. That's driving itself. I guess BST is bovine somatotropin, which is a hormone injected into cattle. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that gives a good segue for uh, the next story. Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo's giving bidders another week. Forbidding. Okay. Moving deadline to <laughs> April 18th. <laughs> Did you pause intentionally or was that my I- side? No, no, I paused intention. That was for the, for the gravitas. Uh, the process to sell Yahoo has been churning on as a variety of potential acquirers and just plain rubberneckers get briefed by management, either by video phone or in person. Only the chosen strategic ones like Verizon and AT&T get the royal treatment, Kyle. Sources say CEO Marissa Mayer, who has been joined in meetings by her deal-making shadow, Ian Weingarten, legal dude Ron Bell, increasing grumpy CFO Ken Goldman, and always sunny SFP Jeff Bonforte. Seems they seem upbeat, Kyle. And this is touting, uh, they're going to downplay the poor projections of the company, and they're just going to say, yeah, we've got this sale. Yeah, it's it's good. But oh, moving the deadline, that's not so great. That's not, that's not good omen. Finally. Finally. Sound, I mean, unless they have like multiple bidders and they're moving the deadline so that they can Come square on. off a deal. It doesn't <laughs> sound like that. They're trying to make it sound like people are way more interested in Yahoo. There was an article that came out yesterday that said, hey, looks like Google wants to buy part of Yahoo's Internet business, something, something or other. Like, come on. Really? You, th- you think Google wants any part of that? I no i no do it no yahoo yahoo is just it's the hot potato now it's a it's a potato it's not a hot topic no it's a hot potato and it's about to explode speaking of exploding kyle adobe patches flash ransomware flaw that targets targets sorry windows 10 users mm, yeah. adobe has rushed out a flash update to plug a security hole spotted by infosec researchers who warned that windows 10 users of the software may have been exposed to the flaw for more than a week oh guys uh they could exploit the flaw by sending ransomware to windows 10 machines adobe said the update is addressing the critical vulnerabilities in flash and advised users to install the latest version of the software as soon as possible Researchers, eh, researchers, sorry. Oh man, what's, what's that word? Researchers, what did I say? Researchers, uh, yeah, those researchers at Proofpoint. Uh, oh, I guess it's a company. That's why. That's why they uh, they worked with other infosec folk to track down the latest security hole in Flash that could be exploited by attackers with a ransomware type dubbed Cerber. I guess that's like Cerberus, or no. it's just Cerber. It's where they. It's where you keep the internet over on the Cerber. 
Uh, it's it's Subaru with a cold. Right, right, right. Yes. I want yeah. some Subaru on my Subaru. Ah, I knew you were, I knew you were going to do that. Orange. Uh, the ransomware Kyle, The ransomware is understood to have been in the wild since at least March 31st. Um and I've also heard that if you have flash on your other uh uh operating systems, it it could be a vulnerable vulnerable software thing like my so, Mac Operating system X, maybe X <laughs> might it might have it too. Uh, so Gasp. this is just a lesson: don't use Flash ever again, because it seems to be that seems to be the only thing that gets the uh, like you know it's it's the hole for security everywhere, mm-hmm. right? I I have no idea. Always the culprit. I I just uh, I'm here trusting these companies blindly. To install things on my computer, and, you just uh, you just accept all of those terms of service, huh? Yeah, yeah. You, have you ever read through a terms of service? Absolutely not. Do I have I've, a choice? Come on. No, you can. You can take the time. You can also, you know, basically write off the day because you won't have anything else to do other than reading mm, that thing. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a you know a legal document, but by just hitting accept and not reading, Kyle. There could be some touchy stuff in there. Ooh. No, 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 thanks. No, I don't, don't want to. Well, we're I'm not advocating for that either because I always did accept. I don't got, really care. I've got one more tiny little headline that I did not add into here, but I do want Uh-oh. to cover. Today, today, 10 a.m. Pacific time, which would be what? 1 p.m. Eastern. A little, little under three hours from now. Sure. So three hours from now. Um, the stone 20th anniversary tickets are going on sale. If you're into beer and uh, interested in going to that, that was yesterday, Kyle, I highly recommend that it, that was yesterday, national beer day. But today is when the tickets go on sale for their 20th anniversary. Highly recommended. I've gone the last, what, four years, five years. I can't even, I, I don't when even is the know. Event? It's usually in, uh, October, not uh, September, August. I'm actually looking for it right now since I didn't put it in there. Grab the tickets, clicking on the link. It's on a Saturday, August 20th. August 20th. Yeah, All right, that's cool. Right. So they, they go there on you sale. Go, people. They go on sale very, very soon. So uh, I'm going to be attending session B, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. If you're there, there's a whole boatload of people there. So. Say hi. I'll uh, I'll attempt to wear something inconspicuous. Yeah, maybe we'll do a a morning show meetup. Do you want to go? I think I should go. It's in Southern California. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, if you get if we get tickets today at ten a.m. Pacific time, Kyle, that's, right. that's right. for an yes. August twentieth Saturday event uh, at I'll, five to eight p.m. Oh, that's right. Uh, I can plan out to go. 100% of the proceeds go to support local charities. So please, if you would, they are not a sponsor. But go get your tickets today. But Kyle, who is a sponsor? That would be FeedPress. FeedPress's analytics and podcast hosting made for... Really for us. It's made directly for us. They they support all of the features that we need here over at the Good Stuff Broadcasting Network. But more specifically, this is supposed to uh, appeal to you, Kenny. So if you're looking Me? for... Yeah, you. If you need analytics 
for your RSS feed, or if you need podcast file hosting, they've got all of that wrapped up into a simple, intuitive, and unified dashboard. They feature a powerful subscriber and podcast, download tracking tool, integrated newsletters, automated publishing to popular social networks like Twitter and Facebook, a slick drag-and-drop podcast hosting interface, and everything you need in order to submit a feed to iTunes for that brand new podcast, the sparkly pretty podcast you want to sparkly pretty you want to you want to take it, put it onto the iTunes so other people can use their ears to listen to it. That's right. Yes. And let's face it, you've probably thought, man, I've had this feed forever. So maybe you're one of those. Maybe you, you've got you've got a blog that you started in 1986, and you said, man, I I've had this feed over on FeedBurner, and it's just been burning up. Move it over to FeedPress. They offer automatic migration, so you can make that transition with ease. All you have to do is just answer a few simple questions, and the rest is taken care of. Your feeds, your subscriber data, all of that. Transitioned into your brand new FeedPress account, leaving you free to focus on creating that uh, very aged content that you made back in 1986. I don't know all why. Right. I don't know how you had a blog, but you did. It was it was just written on a legal pad. Yes, yes, and you've been scanning that legal pad. It's a with your home address written at the top. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you don't want any of that. But you do want FeedPress. Their support is responsive and available 7 days a week via email. So get in touch, they can help. If you've got extra questions more than really I can answer at this point and I can't I'm listening but I can't hear you. So if you do have questions, Email them. They can help you out. First, step one, go over to feed.press slash morning show. Sign up. Try it. 14 days. No contracts. No commitments. No credit card. Nothing. But when you do decide to buy after that 14-day trial period, use the promo code morning show. During checkout, you'll get 10% off that first year of service with FeedPress, and you're going to love it so much, you're going to sign up for another year after that. I know it. I absolutely know it. A huge thanks to FeedPress for supporting Morning Show. That's us here, Kyle, Kenny, both of us together, Morning Show. And the entire Good Stuff Broadcasting Network. Got some facts for you, Kenny. Oh, I'm so facts. glad to hear some facts of the day. It's the fact of the day. I'm just, I'm dancing over here. Dancing. Uh, <clears throat> the world's oldest living thing. How old is it? No, no. I, I, what it, no, I want to know what it is. You want to know what it is first. That's all, folks. <clears throat> the oldest living thing is a patch of Mediterranean seagrass. In between Spain and Cyprus. What? Mediterranean seagrass. That's what you've got there on the uh, in your little package, right? Still? Have you eaten it yet? Yeah. Is it still? Is <laughs> my it edible still, grass? Yeah, is it it's still totally still right next to my sriracha oh, piece. Gosh, it's still alive. Oh, no. I'm sure this is far. <laughs> it's long, it's long, long, long dead. It's probably stale. Let's take, a, let's take a taste. This is, this is the Food Friday little... Uh, Oh my gosh, it teases apart really easy. Okay, let's hear it. Can't really hear it. Okay. Good. Good, 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 good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's try another strand. 
How old does it taste? It just tastes the same. Okay. It says Best Buy. It's Best Buy August thirty first. So I got oh, some time. Oh man! But the but the package is open, right? So it doesn't matter. You, it's, okay. it's grass. All right, that's true. You could maybe uh, take it to the Mediterranean Sea and plant it. Become the <laughs> plant world's. the edible grass. That's right. That's right. So and then wait how long? Uh, you would have to wait two hundred thousand years. Whoa! They had the DNA sequenced of this uh, Poseidon. Donia Oceanica. Garco? And, uh, oh, you want Garco's help on that? Do ya? Stalling. <laughs> there you go. I don't think that's right, but uh, we'll, we'll go with that. They have the DNA sequenced, and it turns out certain parts of it are uh, 200,000 years old. So it's, that would make it the oldest living thing. Yeah, I always thought that the, uh, like the giant sequoias mm-hmm. in Northern California, right? I thought those were always the oldest things on Earth. But I guess, man, tiny little uh, seagrass. Yeah. What 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 kind of powers do you think you would get if you ate the seagrass? I guess you just have life longevity, right? I think it would make you live older. Yeah, I think you would turn into grass, though. Like maybe you would be. <laughs> You'd be green, or you turn into like one of those inflatable tube men kind of things. That, that's what I see because you're kind of like in the <laughs> you just water. Stretch. Yeah. Oh, or, my arms. You know what? You're probably right, though, Kyle. You would probably live to to be 200 years old, right. but you would you'd have to be in a bed for the rest of your life, yep. and you would just every year you'd stretch further and further. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like or you'd be Reed Richards, and you'd just stretch out, but you wouldn't come back. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't like. You wouldn't like come. You wouldn't be a regular person anymore. You just keep stretching. Out, 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 out. So sad. What would your and super- turning green, 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 green? And what then would your superhero they- name be? Uh, Grassman. Uh, uh, no. Yeah, I'm definitely a Grassman myself. But uh, no, I was gonna say Kyle <clears throat> that uh, when they bury you, you actually they just put you right on top of the plot because oh. you're just grass. <laughs> Just grow into it. You know, that's that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. I like that. Uh, that's I've a got terrible a, idea. I've got... <laughs> Do it. I've got another fact for you. Oh, good. You ready? Uh-huh. Uh, the First World War officially ended on October 3rd, 2010. What? <laughs> that's right. The Archduke Franz Ferdinand, that's what kicked it all off. But that war didn't end until October 3rd, 2010. It's 92 years after the fighting stopped. Wasn't it wasn't it like Franz Ferdinand accidentally ran into the dude who was going to kill him? Like he missed him once and then he actually actually ran into him again. I don't know the details. The I oh. I don't think they had blogs back then. Maybe they Oh, did. that's right. Yeah, if they had a blog, we would have known. I would have known. Where's the media article? Would have been on Twitter. Uh, would have been trending. Right, would have been a right, hashtag. Right, hashtag Franz Ferdinand. That's right. Archduke, though, not the band. It's a different. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Good. 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 Actually, you know what? Archduke would be a good band name. Why didn't they go with that? Mm-hmm. You got Arch Enemy and then Arch Duke. <laughs> yes, I, I can. I can imagine uh, Franz Ferdinand just with a with a female. So how, how much screaming. did they have to? How much did they have to pay? Are you trying to get me to to talk about it because I didn't say anything about that? Now you're just reading what's on the screen. 
<laughs> so here's, yep. the, here's the reason why it lasted 92 years longer than we first suspected. Germany had to pay off the last chunk of reparations imposed by the Allies. So it took them 92 years to fully pay off what they had set in 1919 in the Treaty of Versailles. To uh, Versailles. That's what I said. You... You said it's like you had plurals after these words. That's that, yes, and all right. Continue. Come here, Kenny. So that's it. That's why. That's why it lasted so long. And those were the details of the fact. Thank you for ruining it. I appreciate. Ah, you're that. welcome. Uh, what do you think? You wanna you wanna move on to a national day? Uh, yeah, Kyle, I really want to know what today's national day is. Good, good, good. Please. This day in history. There you go. Um, I don't know. I don't like that what one. What is it? <clears throat> Maybe, uh, let's see. Got a different one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Today's what? national day is Empanada Day. <laughs> You just end, he didn't end with a flurry. He went, Empanada Day. Mm-hmm. Empanada. <clears throat> Kenny, happy yeah. national Empanada Day. I'm not even going to try to figure out which ones those are. An empanada, Kenny, is a stuffed bread or pastry, baked or fried, boiled. No, I guess it's not boiled. In many countries in Latin Europe, Latin America, never heard that phrase, Latin Europe. And uh, southwestern United States and parts of Southeast Asia. Okay, you can so get it, get it basically half the world. That's right. What you're oh, half half the world. Right, uh, let's find out. Keep talking. I just want to know what it is. What is it? Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. That'll get what? you to shut up. Yeah, it will. Empanadas, Kenny, come from one of the largest food families in the world. They're kind of ah. the, uh, if we're thinking about uh, food families, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, cousins and aunts and uncles everywhere include calzones, samosas, which I guess are the, the Indian equivalent. Mm. Uh-huh. Cornish pastries, which I've never heard of. Pierogies. Okay, okay pierogies. Fatayar. Okay. And the all- Familiar hot pockets. Mm. <laughs> you have all of these cultural relevant foods and then <laughs> hot pockets. I, I feel I feel far more connected to if you think <laughs> if you think about the total number of these that I've eaten in my life. Definitely hot pockets are at the top of that list, <laughs> right? Like the the uh, sure. the lava like barbecue beef flavored ones. Oh, oh gosh, burn ya, burn ya. Yeah. So all of these are uh, dough. I was gonna say that the uh, the samosas. Yes. Anytime I hear the word samosas, I think of there's an episode of The Office where Michael Scott takes a big bite of samosa, and he goes, "Oh, wah, and he spits it out next to like all of these Indian people who are just watching him intently spit out their food. At a goes, oh, this tastes nothing like this tastes nothing like s'mores. <laughs> like it's and it's then not Samoa, and then people look at him like, wait, what did you know? What did you think it was? And he goes, it's, and then he has a talking head. They, they cut the camera and they're like, and he goes, it's really easy. You have a graham cracker, you have chocolate, you have marshmallow. It's really easy. How did they get it wrong? 
So anyway, sorry. That's a side note. And sidebar. And that's why I don't watch The Office. And that's why we take forever with these episodes. Mm-hmm. Empanadas. Kenny themselves are, uh, they're a big extended family throughout Latin America, according you, to you uh, said Cin- that already. Cincinnati.com. I'm, I'm reading some more. Uh, oh, okay. They've got siblings in Colombia, Argentina, <laughs> Venezuela, Cuba, Bolivia, Ecuador, the, all over the, way, the place. They're all Kyle, The way that you're making the sound is mm-hmm. as though there is an empanada family em- empanada family yeah yeah like a, the empanadas are you are you curious about how to make one yes have you ever made one i've i have made like two things in my life i haven't even made a pizza and i love pizza <laughs> <laughs> okay all right and but i mean from scratch i feel you know like what if, I mean. you, if you fold it over a pizza you'd basically get an empanada more or less I mean, yeah I made. I guess I've made hot pockets. No, I haven't made uh-huh. them from scratch. Yeah, I just. I actually, you know, toss them into the microwave uh, from like yes. three feet away. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, so am I going to learn how to make one here? Yes. So, what I've done is, uh, I took your favorite, the Gordon Ramsay. <gasps> Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, and uh, right. he's got, I guess, a YouTube channel. On yes, he does ways to make food where he he does the voiceover on you know how to prepare certain dishes and uh, he's actually got one specifically for empanadas now okay gordon ramsay though is also very well known for his expletive filled television show is he not yeah but i don't think he does that when he prepares his food no but what if he did (laughs) so what i've done well there are there are youtube uh, people out there who who have like you know very explicit cooking shows right right so this one is not intended to be explicit so what i've done is i've done kind of an inappropriate sensor of a gordon ramsay ingredients list are you perfect. ready perfect yes here we go first finely chop onion and garlic S- in a pan of hot olive oil until tender add paprika cinnamon Stir. Cooking the spices off intensifies the flavor. Add beef mince to the pan, brown, and season. Add chili flakes for a f- kick. <laughs> Next, dried oregano. Chop green olives. Oregano! And chop b- <laughs> Once it's mixed through, set aside to cook. For the empanada cases, roll out puff. This stuff's so time-consuming to make at home. So, do what I do. Cheat and use shop board. <laughs> Cut into discs. Spoon the mixture into one half of the disc, leaving roughly a centimetre border around the edge. Brush the edge of one half of the disc with egg and fold it over. Crimp the edges with your fingers to seal and remove air pockets. <laughs> then simply cook in a medium oven until golden brown. Super easy, super quick, and super tasty. Serve with chimichurri, a spicy South American herb salsa. There you go. That's how you make an empanada, <laughs> according Perfect. to uh, inappropriately censored Gordon Ramsay. You know what? Hmm. He has the weirdest way to pronounce some of those words. Doesn't oregano. He? Yeah. I uh, oregano. No oregano. Oregano. That's right. It comes from like Oregon. it's from Oregon. It's from the great state of Oregon. <laughs> It, that, that's actually how people say Oregon when they're, when they're speaking Spanglish. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, Oregano. Yeah. <clears throat> California. O- o- Oregon move to the 
food facts about empanadas? Sure. The Spanish word for bread is pan, and empanar is a verb that means to bread. So empanada is the past participle of breaded in Spanish, as you as you did mention. Okay. There you go. That's where the the word gets its meaning. Okay, yeah. They uh, originated in northwest Spain, and okay. uh, I guess they were also made with bread dough originally, and now mm-hmm. they are made, as Gordon Ramsay um, explained to us, with uh, puff pastry. Okay. So you know, they, this is making me really hungry for an empanada I now. I want one, yeah. Now, mm. he, made, he made what, a, a beef empanada? Or what? He, well, I'll, I'll let your mind wander. I, I'm not sure what he used because I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> I never was I. Yeah, go. Uh, and I'm sure it was bleeped. That's but, right. Uh, I wonder if you can put different stuff inside of the empanada. Oh, yeah. I've actually like, what's had the weirdest. Uh, what's the weirdest empanada that I've had? Because you have a pizza empanada. No, no, that'd be a calzone. I had a soup empanada. Okay. A soup? Yeah. So if you've ever had like a, a Chinese soup dumpling where where oh, you, you bite into yeah. it and then soup comes out. Okay. It's like soup in a small convenient package. Okay. Now it, don't don't mm-hmm. criticize me or don't judge me, but what if you did like a chowder em- empanada? Yeah, yes. Yes. I would like kind all of the expect- filling all the chunky of a of a chowder Ooh. inside the empanada. <sighs> So like the potatoes, mm, clams, mm, bacon, mm, and veggies. Hot dogs oh. and hamburgers. Yes. Oh, man. I want that. <laughs> we got to make one, Kyle. No. <laughs> yes, please. Like it's an upvote from me. Oh, no. what was that? That's right. Thank you. Look um, at that. <clears throat> Kenny, we're going to read a couple popular and trending stories right now. These are trending at the bottom of the internet somewhere, just kind of boiling, living for 200,000 years at, yeah. the, at the bottom of the Mediterranean internet sea. That's right. Um, you know how we've talked about the sounds that uh, that animals make pew, pew, on, pew, on, pew. Many, on many occasions? That was actually not the soundboard. You want the I know, sound? it's pretty good, isn't it? Pew, 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 pew. You sound almost identical because <laughs> it is you. Google has expanded this vastly. They actually include on their uh, their search terms. If you search for like, what does a monkey sound like? What does a cat sound like? They had a couple of those already. We had played them previous to uh, to this episode, but now they've added nineteen new animal sounds, including monkey, cat, cow, duck, elephant, horse, lion, moose, owl, pig, raccoons, rooster, sheep, tiger, turkey, turtle, bowhead. Humpback whale, wolf, zebra. What's a bowhead? Not sure. Going to find out. <laughs> yeah, let's and find out what that sounds oak. like. It's a black Arctic right whale that feeds by skimming the surface for plankton. I don't okay. know. I don't know what it looks like, but it's another. Mm. It's another type of whale that I guess. Oh, it looks. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So you, you know what this reminds me of? They grow to about fourteen to eighteen meters in length. Scary. That's scary. 75 tons. Oh, my gosh. So huge. Uh, I want an empanada that big. Uh, what that reminds me of is... Why is my empanada filled with a whale? You know that that 
I, I want to call it a learning device. It's it's a toy for for toddlers. Okay, you know, babies and toddlers, mm-hmm. where you pull the string ah, on the thing, and yes. it's like a it's like a tick, 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 wheel, and yes. then it points to an animal, and it does the sound, but it's yes. like this awful, awful quality. Yes, that's what Google's doing now with the internet, but you for just, for search results. Yeah, you should instead of saying I feel lucky or I'm feeling lucky, you should be like pull the string and then it just random. I know it's an animal. No, nah, cuz then it would then it would probably number 2 on you. That's that's not okay. <laughs> the string's holding in the poo? Yes, yes. It's the only thing <laughs> it's the only thing left keeping Google intact. I think you mean poogle. It's oh. <clears throat> so what do you think does this does this deserve an upvote from us they've kind of expanded what uh we thought i i would love to had. upvote this but i feel like 19 new animal sounds is not enough oh okay what what more do they need what animals do they need falcon they don't have a oh, falcon kyle i mean there there are there are thousands of, of animals out there that they could add. I feel like they need the fox in there and then they just need to have it linked to that song. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's, it would, you would think it's still in the like Google pre designed search results, but when you, you click it, you kick it, it plays the song instead of the actual sound. Right. So that would be, that would be, that would be good. Uh, it, it does need a lot more though, I hear. I, I mean, these are the go to's, right? But, People know what these sound like. That's that's the thing is I know what all of the animals that you listed. I know what they sound like. Give right. me give me animals that I don't know anything about. Give me those sounds and then I can learn because that's the whole point. You want to hear a couple of the new ones? Sure. Why not? Okay. Here's a raccoon. Yeah. Here is a uh, tiger. Ooh. That sounds like me snoring. Yeah. Yeah, here's exactly a, here's, right. Here's a turkey. This is me snoring. <laughs> so, okay. A couple of new ones. A couple of new ones. Uh, there's whales and, and such. So uh, not a full upvote from you. So maybe half like that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. So we'll just go up. Both of us go up because I think Google will do a little bit better and they will add some more soon. Speaking of animal sounds, Kenny. Here's a video of a dog barking. Now, let me see if I can have Garko's help on this, because I I don't do numbers in the morning. Garko, how many barks did the dog have? 376,572,715,308. Okay. That's, what? That is how many barks are in this video with this dog. Now, how did this happen? This person who created this video duplicated a video of a dog barking. So I'll play play a little bit of that now. Into a three by three grid, as you hear right now. And then just repeated that procedure over and over and over and over and over again for uh, a good what almost five minutes here and you end up with this really weird crazy sounding 
like uh, here I'll, I'll pull down the music and let you hear this part this is a dog barking Sounds like a dog getting cleaned <laughs> or uh, a hair dryer maybe this dog's name is Gabe let's All let's right. uh, let's go back a little bit and play play this Gabe, part. Gabe is like the exponential dog that's right here what are we going back yeah, so just echoing into the distance. This is, these are all the dogs starting to bark. The machine, the dog machine is powering. I was gonna up. say it's. You know what it actually sounds like is, is it's a like a buzzsaw or a power drill just yes, drilling into a yes. dog. And this is that sound is only halfway <laughs> through the video, so that's half of the. What's, 300, what's the end? Let's hear the end. Let's hear the very the very end. Yeah, right. here here you go. I don't know that it would have been higher. I wonder how much processing power that guy's computer had to deal with for that. It uh, once it gets towards the end, it does start clipping. So there's yeah. just too many dogs. Too much Gabe. <laughs> too much Gabe the dog. Yep. So uh, what do you what do you Gabe this video? Okay. <clears throat> um. I, I honestly I saw I saw the title and I saw that the dog was barking billions and billions of times and right. I really I didn't read any further and I really wanted it to be like some fourteen day YouTube video where somebody sat there and counted how many barks there were ah. I really I really wanted that to be it so I'm a little let down so I'm Aww. gonna downvote it Aww. sorry okay sorry, sorry Gabe do I have I don't have a downvote sound maybe just a little bit. How about this? Yeah. What? There you go. All right. I uh, I completely disagree with you. I enjoy the little yippy yappy bark of this dog named Gabe. Yippy yappy. Yep. So I'm going to also yippy not give it a downvote and give it an upvote. Uh, All right. Uh, Kenny, moving on to uh, the history of pizza. There's a 14 minute video that will be in the show notes goodstuff.fm slash morning show or over on morningshow.am um, this video outlines the eight delicious slices within the history of pizza so this I guess host on this video here I don't, I don't know his name but he walks through a bunch of different kinds of pizza throughout the history of pizza as it came to the United States it's pretty interesting but I've pulled out my favorite part of this, and I think a part really that that you and I can relate to really, really well. So you want to hear that? Sure. I'd, I'd love to hear it, Kyle. Let's. Which brings us just momentarily to leftover pizza. What remains on the countertop, in the fridge, in the box, on a plate, in a stack, covered in tinfoil, are left to the elements on Saturday morning. Delicious, delicious leftover breakfast pizza. Don't fool yourself, though it was made by the same people as that delivery pizza, leftover pizza is a different kind of pizza. It has undergone a transformation. Leftover pizza is somehow more indulgent and maybe a little shameful, but no less awesome. It may be even more awesome. Leftover pizza is also sometimes surprise pizza. 
Leftover pizza is an artifact that remains commemorating D&D games or Netflix marathons, all-nighters, hackathons, and various get-togethers. Pizza what? is so delicious and so powerfully persuasive in its ability to convince you to just have one more slice. Because of the presence of naturally occurring glutamates in tomato and cheese, you've maybe heard glutamates referred to as umami, and that is what makes slices so neurophysiologically irresistible. But I might argue there's also a romance to pizza that makes it so enjoyable. Leftover pizza doubly so. It's not only laden with that savory flavor magic, but with memories of whatever pizza-fueled shenanigans you got up to the night before, and perhaps need a nice cold slice of pizza to help you recover from. That's right. All right. I, I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> it's just beautiful. I love, love, I love. If you don't know, if you don't know, we are I will, I would, okay. absolutely team cold pizza here. So, yeah, and I, I actually, I don't know if I would say that they are advocates of that, though, Kyle. Are you? I felt like me? they were trying to be objective. I felt like they were trying to be objective. Well, they course, were just they, saying that cold pizza is, is merely a, another type of pizza. They weren't. Absolutely they weren't not. saying no, no, no. you should go for the cold pizza or you should be a reheater because reheaters oh, okay. are the devil. Okay. <laughs> but I'm right. Just, I'm saying that they took an objective stance. But at least I can appreciate of eight, that. If, of the eight slices here, one of them is cold pizza. That's good. Yeah. It's All right. Fantastic. That's that's an automatic upvote for me. Of course. The, inter- the internet, Kenny, has spoken. Ah, speaking of the internet speaking. No, that's not how it works. Let's look at a record of the day. (laughs) We're on to number three here. Kenny, each day we're going to scour the internet looking for people willing to take on world records that nobody cares about. We'll uh, mention one record today. And then today, we will also vote on the record of the week and which one we like the most from the entire week. So today's record, Kenny, is the fastest time to ball 10 pairs of socks. To what? Ball 10 pairs of socks. If you've ever... To fold them? Yes. If you've ever uh, folded your socks and not just like laid them side by side and, Uh and I guess like folded them over. If you take the two ends that are open of your socks and roll them kind of inside out, you can create a, uh, a, a softball-sized pair of socks that is okay. easily transferable or shot into a uh, cannon or basket, whichever you prefer, however you store your clothes. So the fastest time here to ball 10 pairs of socks is set in Australia, was set in Australia by Deb Craig, and it took eight Point three eight seconds. That is fast. Yeah, less than watched, less than a second per video. sock. Okay. Yeah. Um, now some I feel are like contending. It's cheating. Yeah. Tell me why you think it's cheating? Because some people I have also mentioned that. Because she has them lined up, and the ends are sticking off the edge of the table that she's working on, thus giving her easy access to the ends of the socks to go. Rip, really quickly um i'm looking at other records or sorry other times here people have taken upwards of a minute to do this um right. which that's not okay 11 seconds 19 seconds 30 seconds and the first 43 first record, seconds yeah first record that's on here 43 seconds so 
Yeah. And it I looks can... like it looks like there was a day where they had a sock folding competition <laughs> outdoors. Because it's all on it's all on October seventeenth, two thousand nine. That's right. At a festival of some sort. Yeah. Yep. 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 It was the sock festival, Kyle. I I remember the sock festival. You can actually get tickets today starting at ten AM. <laughs> Be sure to go to session B of the sock festival. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh but this is this is a current record. This, this, this has been confirmed then, despite despite the claims of cheating. It, correct. Yes. Yeah. So this has been confirmed over on RecordSetter.com. But uh, some people are commenting on here saying that it's not fair that she used short socks, like ankle socks, ah. uh, or, or no show socks. Because so you're the, saying you're saying it needs to be tube socks. The person at 11.9 seconds actually did tube socks. You can see the distinct difference. Between the two of those, and of course, you can think, man, I can I can shave off almost what three seconds from mm-hmm. that time just by cutting off the uh, ankle part of the sock. So, I think we need to get a little more specific, particularly with this record. But this is the record of the day, and that is how it was set. Okay, this is back in 2010 as well. So this is this record has stuck around for six years. Wow, that's pretty good. No one's beating it. Did I say 2012? You said 2010. Okay. Did you forget what you said in, yeah. in a second? <laughs> yes. Okay. So what do you think of the three that we've covered this week? What what's oh, been your favorite? What were the other ones? Oh boy. Oh, the bubble one. That's right. So the bubble. I didn't like that one. Moving your arm to create bubbles. I thought that one. I thought that one was stupid. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, do you remember the one from? Uh, I don't. From Monday. <laughs> oh boy. All right. We have to dig back into the the annals of time here. Was it Monday? Are you doing it for me or am I doing it? I'm looking at it. Okay. Uh, Record of the day. Oh, Kenny. it was the egg thing. That's right. Him bending up and down with the eggs in his pockets. Two eggs. That's held. my favorite. <laughs> okay. All because right. it's Pavel Durdick. Yes, it is. And he did it 812 times. And the master. He just had to stop. <laughs> the the egg master. Yes. Um, he He had to stop because he got tired. He had to stop because he was going to break in half. That's right. So I'm going to, I will, I will agree with you as well. All right. Congratulations, uh, Pavel Durdick. Your um, record of the week trophy Woo-hoo. will be in the mail and be sent to you post haste. <laughs> in 2010. Way, all the way over in 2010 to uh, Slovakia. So there you go. Congratulations, right. Kenny. I'm ready to move on to. Eat the time. The best part of the day. Food Friday. I'm with my crew. And we gonna show y'all what we be snacking on. You dig? Okay. Eat it. What'd you get, Kyle? Here's what I've got. Kenny, pop chips. Have you heard of pop chips? Pop chips. Is that like popcorn chips? Uh, No. No, they're, they're chips for dads. <laughs> uh, no, so these are... You can't ding uh, yourself. You're right. Uh, dried potato and rice flour put together. They are a gluten-free uh, a chip. Oh, okay, but so they're I like guess, uh, I, right rice. Yeah. One of those things called... Uh, Krispies. No, not Rice Krispies. Rice cakes. Yeah, rice cakes. 
like tiny little rice cakes, kind of. Yeah, really thin, tiny rice cakes that have been, I think, baked or popped, okay. some, something like that. Uh, but I got to kind of round out our uh, travels through the hot and spicy, breath-defying foods. Yeah. I am rounding this out with crazy hot pop chips. The, the, right. the words crazy hot are actually on fire on the front of this. So, All right. Oh, I'm going to let you dive here, into those chips while I, I start a story here. Kyle, Please, would you? The uh, Let's see. We'll start with this one. 105-year-old Rangers fan stays healthy by drinking three Dr. Peppers a day. <laughs> what? Yeah. The Texas Rangers welcomed 105-year-old Elizabeth Sullivan to throw out the first pitch before Wednesday's game against the Seattle Mariners. And by the way, she's awesome. The Fox Sports crew caught up with Sullivan in the stands during the fourth inning and asked her about what she drinks to stay healthy. She says, I drink three Dr. Peppers a day. What? I don't even drink that much. <laughs> I love like, Dr. Pepper. That's a lot. I mean, you've got to be Her blood really... is probably coursing with Dr. Pepper at this point. It's <laughs> the only thing keeping her alive is the three Dr. Peppers. No, Grandma Pepper. And she's probably got a huge deal now with Dr. Pepper. They're, they've probably funded the rest of her life. Oh, I hope so. It's a right? good investment. That's, it, that's good advertisement, right? The yep. fact that Dr. Pepper is keeping this woman alive. Yep. That's, so, that's great for them. It's, it's lifeblood, people. Dr. It Pepper. It is. Uh, the smell of these chips is fantastic. Yeah. It it smells a little bit like... Uh, <laughs> Does it like, like smell like the impending doom of like hot and spicy? Like vinegar, yeah. So here we go. I'm going to try the first one. Okay, let's hear it. No it's crunch? Kind of, it's kind of sweet at first, yeah. Um, No, 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 no. Here, let me, sound, let me, it sounds stale. Let me try and get a crunch. There we go. All right. That's what we needed. The no, they're, they're pretty salty. Kind of sweet, oh. actually. Crazy sweet, maybe? No, salt, salty and sweet together. So not spicy. Well, the hot is definitely the last flavor I get. Okay. So almost like um, if you've done hot Cheetos and Takis, as our is it is it uncomfortable, Kyle? Theme song goes, no. Um, my, but my throat feels a little tickly right now. Tickly. Oh, okay. Um, so, so not near... Oh, uh, oh. Oh, we get, we get a clear cough. Oh, no. Stifle the heat with some more chips. Yes, please. Mm. Okay, I'm going to read one more story here. The have- world's largest Starbucks will open in 2018 and promises coffee as theater. 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 The world's largest coffee chain will open its biggest shop in New York City. So sprawling 20,000 square foot roastery meant to serve up coffee as theater. The new location what? is part of Starbucks plan to rope in coffee connoisseurs who would otherwise frequent fancy boutique roasters with charges north of $4 a cup. The Seattle Yee-haw! coffee chain. Yeah. The Seattle coffee chain already competes with quick serve competitors such as Dunkin Donuts. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is their attempt to be like uh, <clears throat> artisan coffee destination for these uh, New York city years. But why have a 20? I mean, I guess they have to be 20,000 feet just to house the line inside so that yeah, people maybe. don't have to wait outside in the in the snow like, and the rain. It's like they want to invent their own Starbucks food court inside their own Starbucks. Right, right. That would be pretty cool. You have a sandwich spot. You've got a, a espresso spot. I would love it if they just had one single line for the iced coffee because all, all they do for the iced coffee or the cold brew coffee yeah. is take it from a pitcher that's been sitting in a refrigerator. Like, I could do that myself. Give me a cup. Give me the place where I put the ice in it. Right. And I'll freaking pour it myself. So, so you want self-serve iced coffee. 
at your yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. Because okay. it takes it takes literally no work. I'm I'm paying for the cup. Stop talking with your mouth full. No, so, mm, mm. These are not really spicy. These are like perfectly spicy. It says crazy hot on the front, but it's not bad at all. Well, we 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 know that you have a high tolerance for for the spice. I guess I do. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, actually a little a little uh, discouraging though that you uh, your your mouth wasn't fired up by these. That it was only it was only. Uh, Satisfied by the heat. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Kyle, that was your food Friday. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes, I did. Well, um, Kenny, you uh, can get all of the links to the things. Oh, man, I got this weird. Do you need me me to talk here? I got some weird. I don't have anything to drink in here. I don't have- <laughs> that's the, that's the food Friday. That, that this is the test is eat really really weird food, but have nothing to wash it down with. <laughs> you can you can wash it down with some flow notes, Kenny. They just flow right right back right oh. into your your stomach, mm-hmm. right into your mm-hmm. colon. Yep, over to uh, goodstuff.fm you go to ingest those flow notes, which are our version of show notes. We use a a tool called Workflowy every single day. We have been since episode eight of this show. So nearly, what, 3,000 episodes so far? Yeah, yeah, 3,000. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, So go check those out. Goodstuff.fm, also over on goodstuff.fm, are a couple of awesome shows right now. I guess we're grownups now. Three Guys, Three Questions is on a little bit of a break. They will be back soon, but their last episode was fantastic, and they totally got me last Friday. I bought into it, and I had to Google, and I felt wow. dumb. Wow. Yeah, really Just, dumb. Dis- despite taking your own advice of you can't take anything on that day seriously. Nope, nope. and yet That's I great. did because I trusted that. Oh, no, don't trust anyone. Also posted this week, there are uh, two new episodes, one of the Non-Breaking Space Show and of the At YouTube podcast. If you'd like any of those, please go over to uh, goodstuff.fm and check them out. Thanks to uh, the people who have emailed us this week, Kyle at goodstuff.fm. You can send questions, concerns, complaints, or other good stuff and just pat me on the back. I appreciate that. You said good stuff. Thank you so much. You can also check us out on Twitter. Good stuff is over at Good Stuff FM on Twitter, and this show, Morning Show, is Morning Show AM, the FM and the AM, from the AM to the PM. Yeah. Uh, also, don't forget 10 a.m. Pacific time, the Stone 20th anniversary tickets do go on sale <laughs> they are really not a sponsor guys i am i'm reminding i'm reminding myself to do this because i do have a meeting right at 10 a.m and i'm i'm gonna put it off until i buy those tickets confirm wow. that i've got them session b if you'd like to uh meet up with us and we'll be there august 20th just put it on your calendar now you can uh, also rate this show on itunes we would appreciate it my mouth's getting a little bit weird so i'm gonna move on kenny see you next week You will. Have a great weekend, everyone. Goodbye. Oh, bye.